Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? Happy New Week. Um, we've entered into like the semi last week of the, of the month. Uh, basically, by the end of this week, we'll just have like a few more days for uh, us to get to September. And it's been an eventful year for us in dear Tyler. It's been great. Uh, we've experienced like major major growth uh, this period it's been absolutely absolutely amazing absolutely absolutely awesome um, for us and you know just taking stock of how um, in such a short period of time God has been able to really help us to build a very strong community and you know we're getting stronger by the day um I, for one, I am really, really grateful. I can remember when I initially just started, you know, the first episode, the anxiety and all. But this is where we are now. And we have, um, we have truly, truly experienced the help of God. And getting to see, you know, the feedback from people is amazing. Now, uh, members of the Dear Tyler community, a lot of times they do um, send me messages, you know, or screenshots of people's comments about Dear Tyler. And it's quite humbling um, when you see somebody saying that, uh, that this is their new podcast plug, or, oh, the voice is so soothing, or it's very reassuring. Uh, yes, it does make me happy. I won't like, I won't say like it. I won't, I won't lie to you and be like, nah, I don't, I don't feel touched. Nah, it touches me, right? Um, but then it just reminds me of God's faithfulness, of how something started, you know, just gradually, um, just a thought, and now it's becoming um, s- such a great source of encouragement to people. Uh it's quite humbling, to be honest. It's quite humbling. And I'm just really grateful. I'm grateful to God for the idea. But most importantly, I'm grateful to God for the people that are helping me. Um, members of the Dear Tyler community. There are a lot of things that they do. They help me. They I leverage on their own relationships to be able to reach out to a whole lot of us. And I just want to say thank you. And... Uh, I would like you to just pardon me. I'm going to shout out, give a shout out to each and every one of them that is part of this um, community. This is my own way of saying thank you. And so I'll just mention their names um, and, you know, just help me celebrate them. For now, I have like 38 names. Um, So I'll just mention the people that I have here. Uh, So just help me celebrate these guys. Ajoke, Vera, Cameron. Cameron um, is also from Ghana. Chinwe, Daniel Luke, Deborah Magiji, Delight, Diane, Doshima, Tiam, right? Ekanma, Emmanuel, Faith George, Janada, Jay Grace, John Umoru, Joy Abel, 
Fithi, then um, Joy Haruna, Kefas, Kujiem, Leah, Lois, Mary, Meshach, Neota, Ubie, Oluatosi, Onyebuchi, Oti, Ruth, Sam Strings, Samira, Sylvia, Pastor Tochi, Victor, Kingsley, Mercy, Keisha, and Paul. Right? These are the guys that have been relentlessly helping me, giving me suggestions. Um, you know, just doing their own part to make sure that this vision um, increases and that a large number of people get to benefit from Dear Tyler. And I would not get tired of celebrating you guys. I would never ever get tired of celebrating you. And I would clearly tell the world that this vision of Dear Tyler is working because you guys have taken it upon yourselves to make it work and to help this guy at the other end of the line to um, to fulfill that mandate dream right and I love you guys so much thank you so much for your contributions and um, you are worth celebrating and there are a whole lot of other people that are not part of the community that do share um, Dear Tyler with other people people like um, Simi um, Fethi, my crush uh, quite a number of people that do share so thank you so much I'm not sure I've men- mentioned everybody but I know for those that are part of the community yeah and so if you want to be part of the Dear Tyler community it's very engaging you could you know join us and um, be part of it right um, message me uh, or message us rather I need to start getting used to all of that but message us on Dear Tyler I mean Instagram right uh, at Dear underscore Tyler remember Tyler is T-Y-L-A T-Y-L-A if you have my personal contact why not uh, you could reach out to me and I would respond and add you to the group right so um, anyway, let's get into today's uh, let's get into today's discussion right and the topic is give me dimples give me dimples so um short story right growing up i really had a lot of things working against me a lot of things working against me now i don't know if that word was it but apparently i wasn't the physically appealing um individual in the sense that you won't look at me and be like, oh, this guy is so cute, or this guy is so fine. Especially, especially in the in the puberty area. There's something that puberty does to us. It's like, you may have hope while you're like a baby toddler. The moment puberty sets in, things just begin to change. Your ears start growing, your eyes start bulging, you know, something. It's like, ah, there's this mighty wave of transformation now the if you know me as an individual i am a sucker for dimples i am a sucker for dimples like just mistakenly have a dimple around me 
ah, I have I have to learn, or rather, I had to learn to comport myself right around people with dimples. I could just be staring and just become uncontrollably excited, um, or excited in an uncontrollable way, or in an uncontrollable manner. But I could just be very reckless, you know, just be super, super hyper around people with dimples. It's, you know, it's part of my, um, it's just one of the things that I like, right? Dimples, long hair, husky voice. But anyway, let's leave all of that. So, but I loved dimples, right? And uh, I always wanted dimples, but I never had. My face was like a wall, no matter how much I smiled. It was just like an ironing board, you know, just straight, flat, bony. It was, ah. And, you know, it was quite frustrating because I really, really wanted dimples. And so I used to look at people with dimples. I could carry my finger and, you know, push against my cheek, you know, um, or, you know, suck in the air in between, (laughs) sucking the air around my mouth, you know. You know, or just pull my cheeks together from like the inside of my palate, and you know, just to have that to create that simulation of having dimples, and I never had. So I got to, I got to know God, and within a period, I prayed for two things. I actually prayed for dimples and I prayed for waves wavy hair my hair structure before I think they call it acha waves was just you know all of these like tomato tomato chuku chuku just very tiny tiny blobs of hair here and there but I was like okay to a lot they said they said because I was just getting to know God you know they said that you answer prayers that you perform miracles you you did like a lot of crazy things you parted the Red Sea I don't think giving me dimples would be a big issue for you and um, I believed that God would give me dimples I prayed about it consistently Lord give me dimples Lord give me dimples so like I could have my, my like my morning devotion and during my morning devotion, uh, I could, you know, pray openly, you know, pray um, vocally. But when it gets to that dimple side, I'll just be like, Lord, please, could you just give me dimples, Lord? Please, could you just give me dimples, Lord? Please, could you just give me dimples, you know? Just under my voice and everything. And I started expecting dimples to come. And I now have though one just one but I now have and the same thing with my hair my hair started becoming very wavy and I have this very like curly kind of hair it's it's quite awkward no matter how much I comb my hair no matter how much I comb my hair it's always going to form like wavy wavy stuff like I, I keep a fro and my hair still curls up in that wavy form it's like really really cool and so i prayed for dimples and god gave me dimples now the thing is 
there are certain things that we trivialize before God and we're like, ah, no table before God, important matters. Important matters, you know, um, we're asking for nations, you know, taking over the nations of the earth or taking over territories, you know, we're asking for greater levels of God's anointing, you know, power to change um, situations, the lives of people, um, and, you know, in quote, big issues, you know, those mighty requests, you know, things that have um, eternal consequences. Yes, eternal consequences. And sometimes we feel like asking God for some of these certain things is like, it's like, Binga, do you know I am God? And this is what you're asking me for, like, I should use my power to give you dimples. Like, can't you sit down and be more serious about your life and, you know, think about things that are of, of greater importance? But you see how God is just different. That he took the request of a child and he answered it who benefits from me having a dimple absolutely no one who benefits from me having wavy hair absolutely no one but me it was selfish and it was strictly for my own self-gratification my own satisfaction But by God, but God giving me this helped me understand that my own personal needs matter to God. It's me or other people that call these things trivial. But God looks at it and is like, this is what my child wants. It's going to make him happy. So I'm going to give it to him. Now all of these things are not detrimental to um, they're not detrimental to my health or my salvation. Do you understand? So, uh, I don't think it should be a shock that God should do it. I think I had shared before. I don't know if I had shared it before, but sometimes I, I think, in a way, I think I have shared it before. My learning the guitar. So, I, I did have music knowledge. Um, at primary school, we learned a little bit of music. I had quite a good foundation musically. And then in secondary school, I had like three friends, you know, that played the guitar. I had um, Joshua Giggins. Um, he had a guitar in school, like um, Shalom Dam and um, Jeremiah Toji. And now those guys used to play the guitar and everything. And I tried picking up the guitar. It just didn't make sense. It was very difficult for me to navigate around the whole keys and all. And I know that basically I could just play like key E, maybe like two basic chords that Joshua taught me. And um, after some time, I think he taught me the power chords of G and everything. But then 
um, along the line, I just dropped it down. Like, there's no point. And so I went back and kept on playing my keyboard. And somehow along my Zaria journey, I felt the passion and the desire to learn how to play the guitar and everything. And I didn't have money to buy a guitar of my own. I didn't have um, money to pay for guitar classes. In fact, back then, guitar classes were, I think, 2K or 3K. Um, And I didn't have that money for it. But anyways, what I did was, you know, just got... um, the guitar, Steve Strings guitar, and I would just hold it, you know, for him. And I remember one of those days, I was together with Prophet Jangfa, and he told me, do you know, Bingadu, okay, he, he, he brought out the scripture, and I was like, do you know that the Spirit of God can teach you? And I was like, okay, wow. He said, um, if you say scripture, he showed me that the Pharisees, you know, described and everything were like, how is Jesus so educated when he was not taught, you know, of the legal system and everything? So they had their school and it's like for you to be to have knowledge to that degree, you have to go through that their course and everything. And he was like, do you know that the spirit of I mean, this is what they said about Jesus. And I remember uh, Prophet Jankfa and Pastor Jakes were like, they said that. You know that the Spirit of God can teach you all things. I was like, okay, wow. So that night I took the guitar. I went to the chapel and I said, and I just, you know, um, I just prayed that prayer, right? I just prayed that prayer. And I was like, Spirit of God, I don't have a teacher. I don't have money to be taught, but I do have access to this guitar. And your word says that you will teach me all things. If you teach me how to play the guitar, I promise that I will teach. I, I promise that I will play for you all the days of my life. And I just believed God for it. And somebody would be like, Ah, why are you wasting your prayers? That God gave us brains so that um, we could use it. And I believed God. And it didn't start instantly, but God bearing me witness. He taught me how to play the guitar. Like I can remember vivid encounters of him telling me, Binga, put your finger here, put your finger here, put your finger here, and do this, do this, do this. Change it like this, change it like this. I literally remember those periods. And so my guitar journey, the speed at which I learned how to play the guitar, was so, so, so exponential. It was purely divine. Now, I know of another individual. I know of another individual that couldn't sing, really couldn't sing. And the person prayed and said, God, give me a voice to sing. Person believed God, and the person's voice did transform. You see, I've noticed something about doubt. Um, doubt is a very big indicator of how much you believe in God because let me share one one story I heard about I think Amy Semple McPherson her okay I think her her son or, or daughter 
Her children, though. They're two stories. I think she bought a shoe for her son, and the shoe was small. And the boy really loved the shoe. And um, she couldn't get access to another one. And she prayed that the Lord would help her stretch the shoe. And the shoe stretched. She was driving with her kids and one of her kids asked that Lord that she wants a cloud. She wants a cloud. And she was like, how am I going to get the cloud and everything? And like, no, but you know, the child was insisting she wants cloud and everything. So, okay, so let's pray about it. And they prayed and while they were driving, there was this kind of like mist that really came low to them. And she just carried a bottle and she fetched, like she put it into the cloud and then part of it entered into the bottle, sealed it up and um, the cloud lifted, left. And so for the mid, for a short period of time, the child did have like a misty thing in a bottle. A lady was in the car, went shopping, she didn't have enough money for you know, certain luxuries, so she just got the necessities, and her kids were, like, asking, they were like, mom, we want ice cream, we want ice cream, and she was like, I don't have money for it, and the children at the back were like, okay, Lord, please, can you help us uh, get money for ice cream, um, not just ice cream, but they're more than enough for everyone, and she said she got home, and uh, this is in America. She got home and she found a letter with a check. You know, there was an overpayment on her taxes. And so they sent back some money. And that money was enough for the kids to get... Um, for the kids to get their ice cream. George Miller had many orphanages. You could search out George Miller, a great man of prayer. He had... Uh, many orphanages right that he used to run and at this period of time one of the orphanages that he was in didn't have food to eat and he just gathered the kids around the table and he said can we thank god for the food they're like okay where's the food they're like no let's just thank god for the food and so after they thank god for the food that they heard the knock on their door and somebody came with a wheelbarrow filled with food now I know a lot of these stories may seem unbelievable. And, you know, there may be the people that will say, ah, oh, there's a scientific explanation or something, something. I think it's important that we remember what childlike faith really looks like. Sometimes we need to really look at kids to remind ourselves that we are children of a God that loves us recklessly. There are things that may seem trivial to others, but they matter to us. And because it matters to us, it matters to God. And we should not feel ashamed to ask God for some of those certain things. If something makes you feel uncomfortable, right? I, I believe that it also bothers God too. And you should be brave enough to ask God for it. Do you know how much satisfaction God derives in us seeing that our prayers are being answered? 
I don't have kids. But I know how I have felt when I requested things from my parents. And they did it. You cannot imagine it. Sometimes it's, um, get me this. Like, I love corn. And my dad knows that I love corn. And sometimes when I'm just in a mood or so, um, he just used to bring the corn. He was maybe sleepy or just... Ah, I'll never forget that day. Where he just did it. Now, it seems trivial. Like, corn. Man, corn matters to me. And my father knows it. And he does it. I wanted this video console game way back in the early 90s. Or late 90s, rather. And I had spoken about it whenever they advertised it on television. I always said it. I didn't know my dad was noticing. And... Um, I think a few days to my birthday, my dad brought it to me. The joy and the elation, how I thanked him, how I was jumping up and down the house, you know. All we are, it was... I could see the joy on my father's face because of the joy on my face. The excitement that God has seeing that we are happy you cannot imagine i don't think anyone should make you feel that your desires are trivial or they should make you feel and be like ah it's not important do you understand go for deeper things really if it matters to you ask god about it if it matters to you ask god about it I prayed for dimples. I don't always smile. So it's not like it's a permanent thing. It's until I smile that the dimples come. Or the dimple. Let's use it, right? The dimple comes. I cut my hair. But at that time, it mattered to me. Now I do it and I'm not even conscious of the fact that, ah, because you've got wavy hair or you have that um, dimple by the right side of your cheek or something. It's not... But back then, it really mattered. And when I got it, the joy in getting it. It may seem trivial to others, but if it matters to you, it matters to God, Tyler. It matters to God. It really, really matters to God. And I think that we need to get to the point that we can be brave enough to ask our Father for some of these things. You know, we spend a whole lot of time um, doing certain things for God, you know, because we don't want to be, in quote, selfish. And we tend to forget about ourselves. And we feel like um, God only rewards um, our selfless prayers if you need something Tyler ask God like I said even the seemingly trivial things ask God like really ask him be that child be that baby don't be all grown up before your father like this is ancient of days you're talking to. I want to come and form mature adult before the Lord. <laughs> come on, be a child, Tyler. Come on, be a child. 
be childlike and be free about being childlike. Sometimes I wish I didn't grow up. Sometimes I wish I maintained that childlike nature. And I'm really trusting God to help me to get back to it. Oh, because children believe that their father can do anything. And children believe that their fathers are willing to do anything for them. That's why sometimes they ask for the most ridiculous things. Daddy, buy me an aeroplane. You see daddy's climbing bike. You're asking him to buy you an aeroplane. <laughs> they just have this unwavering knowledge of their father's love for them and their father willing to go any distance for them. Now, if we could think about this with earthly fathers, then what about your heavenly father, Tyler? What about your heavenly father, our heavenly father that loves us? The Bible says, ask and I'll give the nations to you as your inheritance. If God can willingly give us nations, then what's a dimple? What you want to do with the nations? That he can't give you dimples. So what's that one thing that you've been trusting God for? That you've really wanted, Tyler? Can you use this period and ask God for it? And trust God for it? And see how God will come through? Just carry that same childlike heart, Tyler. That same childlike heart. And see how God would really, really, really come through for you. Can we take out time and believe again? Right? If you could take out time and also listen to the previous part, one of my podcasts, right? One of the podcast episodes, Believe Again. Can we take out time and believe again for those things? You're eating bread and you want butter, but you don't have money for butter. And you can say, Lord, I would really love to have bread and butter today. And believe God for it and see. Bread and butter will only satisfy you, probably. But your satisfaction is his satisfaction. Don't um, think that God is too afraid (laughs) to answer our request. Or he panics. Like, oh my God, these my kids are asking me for unbelievable things. How are we going to fashion all of these things now? How are we going to make it work out? How are we going to do this? this, this? God is not threatened one bit by our request. God is not what? He is not threatened by our request. So, um, be open enough, right? I feel the need to say this. Tyler, God loves you. God loves you. He really does. God really, really loves you. And always remember that. Always remember that. Always remember that. So I really hope that this episode blessed you. I really hope... um, it has helped you to open up that childlike part of you you get and um, yeah and I hope it encourages you to believe God 
throughout this week. I really hope it does. <sighs> so yes, Tyler. Um, this is quite a long podcast already. Uh, I wanted to share some other things, but maybe we'll do that um, later. I'll find a way. So please and please, like I said, I share a lot of things on the community group chat. And so feel free. It's also an accountability platform where we share um, lessons that we learned throughout the whole podcast. And it's not a spam thing. So everything is very, very coordinated. Um, so if you want to join, you know, still reach out and I would give you the link and everything, right? So yeah, so this is me signing out, Tyler. Uh, remember that I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Do have an awesome day, Tyler. Bye.